everyone. Welcome to another episode of Higher Expertise. Another, it's like a different episode. Same thing, different location. So we, with me, we have here Omera. We have Javier, Austin, and Javier um, Israel. How are you guys? Uh, how are you guys feeling? How are you guys doing right now? Feeling good. I'm feeling great. Uh, you know, working, working, working. We yeah, don't stop. Staying busy, staying positive. Yeah, same. Doing great. This is the new normal. We, we we're doing the podcast from the office. Now we're all working remote, doing our part to stay uh, proactive and trying to cope with society and help everyone out. Uh, so this is the new normal. Working remote, working from our houses, our offices. Right. Uh, our, our and we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about working remotely right now, and we're going to be sharing a little bit, a little tips here and there on how to work remotely but uh but above all we also get to give our personal experiences our challenges our strong and strength of working remotely which um it's what everybody's going through right now so let's jump right into it guys so we're going to talk about the three uh what we consider are very important factors of working remotely which is communication collaboration and connectivity. So what are you going to start with? You guys want to start with communication? Yes, sir. Okay. So, um, Javier, I'm going to start with you. A uh, very important factor communication. It's not the same. It's not saying that the same dynamic. It's not like, uh, we have, we can yell at each other, uh, from one room to the other. Right now is different dynamics. So walk through, walk us through the communication factor. What can people do to enhance or engage in, um, in their, their communication? Yeah, well, like you said, we are not in the office, right? We are not close range. We are, so we're not looking at each other face to face. So uh, I think in our efforts to be efficient when working remotely from home, uh, we sometimes uh, uh, use fewer words to, to communicate, um, especially uh, being in front, you know, face to face. We can see each other, so we cannot see the reactions that we're having. Uh, when working remotely, if you're not having something like this, we, we can see each other as well. Um, we we want to explain uh, our trying to get our messages through in a better way. Um, you know, sometimes at, by saying less, can mean that the uh, rest the mean the team wastes time trying to interpret uh, our messages. So uh, we don't want to assume that others understand our cues at shorthand. So uh, we want to spend the time to communicate with the intention intention of being ultra clear. No matter the medium, uh, we can we can never be too clear, right? So um, it's very easy to be less clear than than we should. So what I'm trying to say is just explain a lot when you type in an email, when you type in a message now because people are not looking at you. Uh, I'm talking about coworkers, of, of course. So um, just be, be very clear. Um, try to say as much as you can. So people, uh, we are all in the same page here. Um, the other thing is to stay in constant communication with clients uh, and, and managers and of course coworkers. Um, why is this important? Well because this is how you keep everyone in the same page. If you are a manager, you need to lay the groundwork 
and establish communication guidelines for your remote uh, employees and set expectations so, so they know what was expected from them. So if, if you're not a manager, uh, then of course, yeah, you need to know what's expected from you, timelines, due dates, you need to keep track of that, reach out to your coworkers uh, when needed, make sure you use effectively um, communication channels provided by your company, say, uh, you know, Teams, Skype, and we're gonna talk about those uh, uh, in a moment as well. Omera, I'm sorry how, if I said a lot, but yeah, this, this. No, thank you for that. Thank you for that. And and for you, Omera, how has been this transition? Has it been like no problem? Has it been challenging for you? How, how has been this transition in terms of communication? Well, I would say that it has been less challenging because we have the mediums such as Zoom, Microsoft Teams, we have the group chat and via iMessage. So it's less challenging than if we didn't have those things, but the communication is all the more critical now, uh, running an organization remotely, where you know we always have to be touching base and uh, staying up to date. I think the communication has become critical now. Absolutely. And uh, uh, Austin, Collaboration, it's very, uh, let's, talk, let's move on to collaboration. Uh, we're not in the office anymore. I mean, how do we engage right now? How do we um, deal with this new dynamic uh, of everybody being like away, you don't know what everybody's doing. So what about this? How, how has it been for you? That's right. I mean, you hit it on the head earlier. Um, you can't yell at someone who's in the next room to get their attention. You don't know what they're doing. Uh, everybody's schedules change since we're no longer working normal uh, office. I mean, we are working normal office hours. It, but let's make something clear. We're not yelling. We're not, we're not in the office yeah. yelling at each other. Yeah. It's not like, <laughs> I think it's just it's a fear of speech. Yes, <laughs> of course, but it's just, it's different now. And you have to be mindful of what people are doing in their home life because now home is mixed with business and uh, people have other responsibilities like kids, dogs, uh, you know, their family is going to run into what they're doing at work. Exactly. That's true. That's true. That's, that's come, uh, bring something else too. So sometimes emails, you know, we have email, phone calls, text messages. You need now to, uh, kind of know what would be the best way to reach out to someone. Uh, sometimes an email is the best way, but if it's a short message, you don't want to really send an email because maybe that other person is not really looking at the emails right now. So give him a quick call and uh, things uh, for that matter. And, and Israel, how do, we, how do we make this collaboration factor make seamless, like, uh, like a smooth transition? Yeah, I want to. I want to back up before I answer your question. I want to back up to one of the things that we talked about is right. being in the office. You know, the interaction that you have in the office, we can at least hear or see people when they're on the phone, when they're interacting. When you're working remotely, you don't have that interaction, right? So you have to be mindful of all the interactions that used to happen on the office. Now they're different when you're working remotely. So I, that's 
I think that's what we meant when we're saying shouting back to each other is the interactions <laughs> of the office exactly. environment is a little different when you're working remote. So that's one exactly. thing I wanted to clear up. The other yeah. thing is collaboration for us, I think is making sure that we all touch point. We're having weekly calls just to connect with each other and, and see what's going on, see how people are doing. One of the things we want to be mindful of is we all want to stay healthy and active and, and proactive in managing our clients, managing our work. Um, we go beyond the normal eight to five uh, office setting. So here, you know, some of us wake up early, some of us stay up later at night. So that whole schedule seems to be, uh, seems to have changed a little bit. So being flexible in the way you do and handle work is part of that collaboration efforts, you know? Right. And what about in terms of connectivity, how, what are the channels that people can use in order to keep this going? How, how do we, what kind of channels, how, what kind of devices, what kind of softwares can people use to keep the communication and the collaboration going and make it as smooth and as seamless as possible? Uh, Javier. Well, we have different tools, uh, and I guess it depends on, on uh, what you're trying to do, right? We have for uh, meetings like this, we have Zooms, uh, Teams, uh, we can do Skype for Business, just to, to those people that still use that, because uh, that's changing for Teams now. Uh, and others that are out there, if, you have, uh, if you're working on a project, then you might have a planner, you, have, you know, some other project tools for, uh, that helps you uh, having people in the same project working together. Microsoft, of course, we are, as your partner, they have a lot of tools, uh, like it's all integrated on the Office 365. Uh, we've said it before that you can see actual, actually people editing a document while you're in the same document at the same time, which is uh, it, it's, it's amazing uh, for us. What about you, Amira? Is there anything in particular that once you started working from home, you were like, hmm, I never thought of this. Like, like for example, <laughs> one of my challenges were, were the I mean, internet. I thought that my internet was fast, but once I started working here, I was like, uh-oh, I'm I'm, I need to bump this up. Is there anything in particular that you were like, oh, I got this, or um, it was something that you needed to, to challenge yourself or bump? The internet is definitely the most mm -hmm. important. There's no working from home without the internet. Um, so luckily, I feel as though I'm blessed in that regard because I have, I have high speed internet. I have accessibility to a laptop and all of my other resources. So um, for me, the hardest part was needing a new desk. I would say that was that was a critical component was me getting too. a desk. And, and a chair, and um, that helps me stay connected uh, to y'all, so. Absolutely. What about you, um, Austin? You, you went on mute. You, your mic you went, went on, you went oh, on mute. <laughs> Preparing myself to work from home, uh, you know, getting my personal computer ready um, to be just as uh, useful as my work computer. Um, that means installing all the Microsoft softwares, um, making sure that I had peripheral devices like microphones and uh, some people need cameras and, and lighting, uh, just everything to make um, 
video conferencing work seamlessly, like you said. Right. I want to add to that, you know, we, the, the nice thing about working in an office environment, we can all see each other, right? We still have the ability to do these calls without having the video, but video just has a different effect on people, right? Being able to see a smile, being able to see a face, facial reaction to what you're talking about makes the whole communication process a right. lot better, a lot more uh, fulfilling, in my opinion. So the way to go forward is having the ability to do video. I think that's going to be key. I want to also touch uh, touch on one crit critical thing is when we're in the office, we forget about all the things that we are needing now. BPN, for example, when you're in the office, you don't really think about having BPN or needing BPN. The other is connectivity, right? The office, we have gigabit connection to the internet, so that was never an issue. Now, when we're working remote, having the connectivity, having the security infrastructure in place uh, is important, and it's something that most users will have to evaluate and, and review. The one key thing I also want to point out is having web application, HubSpot, for example, Omera working on HubSpot remotely, it didn't matter whether she was at the office or you know in, in her house. Uh, having applications that are on SaaS, SaaS applications are super important for organizations to either one, scale up or to have a, a team that's completely uh, spread out. So I think that's going to be important as we work remote. You know, we're talking about the three C's of, of working remote. So that's going to be super important. Uh, and Javier, one of the most powerful uh, softwares that we've been using uh, that has been very helpful for us has been uh, Microsoft Teams. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go to you, Omera. Uh, very, you know, one of the, you were talking, uh, Israel, you were saying about the communication factor. And I, you, you, I know you guys heard before that 80% of the communication is nonverbal, something like that. I don't know if you guys heard something like that before. So that 80% is kind of gone now. And so we're all depending 100%. on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're depending on emails, phone calls, video conferences. So what's your, uh, Omero, what's your uh, opinion of Microsoft Teams and how helpful it has been for you? I think Microsoft Teams is a great tool to stay connected. You have your individual conversations back and forth. You have group conversations, depending on speciality. Um, you're able to have video chat as well. I think the challenge with Microsoft Teams is that, I, I, and maybe I just don't know this, how to record the video that you have. Yeah. Uh, Whereas Zoom, you can record this and you can you can reflect back on this, um, which I think is is helpful. But Microsoft Teams as a whole is extremely useful. That's how we're able to get our work calls forwarded to our cell phone, you right. know. Right. And Israel, so, what about in, on that point? What about no? Uh, not no. Zoom. Uh, we use it a lot. What's your take on Zoom? Yeah, you know, Zoom has, co has come in on a, under a lot of scrutiny lately because of all the privacy issues that it has uh, shown the world. I think they're trying to address some of that. Uh, for us, uh, Microsoft Team is the way to go. You are not able to record. Like if, if we had 
uh, two people on a conversation. You're not able to record those conversations, but if you have multiple people on one conversation, you can certainly record those conversations. Uh, and then there's a lot of tools out there like uh, you know, Voicera and some of the others that allow you to get the, uh, the transcripts of the conversation. I think Zoom will have to will have its challenges going forward in terms of the privacy issues, sending data data back to Facebook and some of the bugs that it that people have uncovered. And I think that they can definitely add some aspect of transcripts, right? If we all speak the same language, but let's say we're talking with people in, you know, in Argentina or France or something like that where the language is a little different, if they can have some sort of transcription that would be great. Team offers that already out of the box. So right. I think Zoom is a great tool, but there are others that are equally important out there that, that people should know about. Right. And uh, well, we're running out of time. Let's uh, let's wrap it up before before we do any final thought. Let's go on a final thought. I'm going to go, I'm going to start with, um, with Javier and then we go around all the way to Israel. Uh, Javier, what's your final thought? Uh, what's your opinion of this yeah. whole I think uh, I think this is a good time to get uh, familiarized with with this kind of applications uh, like just you know you're gonna be using it a lot for example if Israel is in a meeting I know he's in a meeting by looking at teams and he's uh, there's a little circle that's gonna be red that means mm -hmm. he's busy uh, it tells me when he's meetings and, and when he's nagging when he's available he has a green it is green instead of red. Uh, those kind of things are, are little details that you can uh, mm -hmm. look at before uh, just calling some, somebody out, trying to reach out to somebody. Um, I think just, you know, get used to it. You're going to be using it a lot. So just, you know, right. you do it. There's no other way. I think I feel very lucky every day that I still have a job honestly and whatever it takes to make the dream work i'm gonna do it and i'm just grateful that even throughout this crisis i can still be considered essential um you know which uh there's a lot of people unfortunately who are facing bigger challenges than than just uh than just little things like this, but um, yeah, it's 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 just staying connected and constant communication, and always be ready to answer the phone. I think uh, that's kind of how we make make it stay alive. Right. What about you, Austin? Yeah, I mean, Omer's right. Um, huge thank you to healthcare workers, um, food service delivery drivers, all those people that continue to make the world go around. Um, but I just want to say that uh, after all of this, there's no reason that we can't be stronger. Um, organizations will learn from this. Uh, we talk about the workforce of tomorrow a lot. And uh, I just think that this will all be a learning experience for both organizations to be flexible and have people work from home when needed in terms of in times of crisis. And also, people will learn a lot. Um, right now is a great time to advance your studies and, you know, learn something new every day. I, I want, what I want to add is, you know, we uh, are fortunate enough to be able to, to be in a, in, a, in a time where we're able to adapt and change very quickly. You know, I know 
for a fact that the older generation, my parents included, they are faced with a lot of technology challenges, right? They, they may be able to operate FaceTime, but some of them may not be able to operate Zoom. And now with this whole thing of quarantining and staying apart, uh, being able to adapt to quickly changing technology is a must. This is not going to change. It's going to continue to be like that. So being, uh, being able to quickly adapt to technology changes is an essential need. And it's going to be across all industries. You know, we're fortunate enough that we're all pretty smart and able to adapt to the technologies that we have. I think that's one of the things that I want to point out is that is going to be the forefront of our workforce of tomorrow. Regardless of whether you're in healthcare or whether you're a truck driver, you will need to be able to quickly grasp technology. And, I, and I, even with collaboration, communication, connectivity, which we're using right now to have that sort of like sense of normal, right? Uh, when everything is not normal, right. even after everything goes back to normal, I think that nothing will kind of be the same. Like every, every, everybody will start looking at things a little different and even their own homes, the way that we are setting our homes right now, the things that we didn't pay attention to in the past or we took, into, uh, we took for granted, we're not going to take for granted anymore. Uh, so I want to leave that note. So guys, it was a great conversation. Thank you for being here. Fun conversation. Hopefully we can do it again next week and we're going to keep doing this. We will and, do it uh, again. The, we, we have shifted from the studio at the office, but we're all connected. We're all working together. Uh, this is the new office right here. <laughs> so my Zoom is our new office. Our new studio, our new studio. <laughs> and we're not pushing Zoom. If you have a technology that you Skype that you like, that you enjoy, you know, definitely use that. For us, we had Zoom from before because we have a workforce that is very mobile and very uh, set up to work remotely. We have consultants in different parts of the of the world. So we, we were already on Zoom before this. Um, but we have Microsoft Teams and we're interacting more with our clients on the Microsoft Teams side as well. Right. So thank you guys. And for everyone, thank you for tuning in. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Stay safe. Stay healthy. One of the things that... Nelson, before we wrap it up, one of the things I want to mention is we are considering opening our Zoom meetings for people to come in and ask us questions, whether they're info-related, Microsoft-related. We will set this up so that you can join our Zoom meetings if you want to participate in our podcast and ask us questions. Uh, we want to be able to offer one hour of free consulting for anyone out there that's, that's going through issues, whether you're a small business or a healthcare provider, you have questions with regards to Info, with regards to Microsoft. We wanna offer one hour if you're willing to come in into our podcast and we will have the necessary team involved to help answer your questions. Those questions could be with Info, or Microsoft, regardless of what whatever it is, whether you're a small company or a big, huge company, whether it's in for BI, in for GHR, 
Landmark, Microsoft Teams, Microsoft Office, whatever it is, we want to offer you one hour of free consulting to come into our podcast and we'll help answer some of those questions. Go ahead, Nelson, wrap it up if you can. Anything else before we wrap, wrap no, it up? <laughs> All right, so thank you guys for tuning in. We uh, see you next week. See you guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.